Welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. That maybe one of these plagues that the Bible talks about in Revelation might be one of these that is just happening, where lawlessness will just become extreme and just go on in an uncontrollable way. I find this in homes, and this is one of the things that I, has brought me to this message, to put a plea out for families that are in disarray, to take charge of their families, and we'll get to that as we go down through here in another part of this message. Let's look at Genesis 6, 5 again. It says here that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. We notice the word imagination, and the word imagination simply means the act of forming a mental image of something not present to the senses or never before perceived in reality, something that only exists or happens in your mind. An imagination is nothing that is tangible. It is nothing that has happened. It is just an imagination. It's actually a nation filled with images. And then when you look, when the mind gets polluted and affected with this thing, it starts and it imagines things. And when imaginations go crazy, if I can call it that way, or if they are unkept, they'll bring all kinds of things in your life. They'll, they'll affect you first. They will change your attitude. They will change your concept or your precept or wherever you're walking in. You can be an absolute reality, and imagination can swindle that whole thing away and make you feel like you're somewhere else, and yet then build on that as being factual and truth, when all it is is an imagination. May I say this again, that in my experience, I don't know that I have run across as many people that are affected with this imagination thing right now. I wish I could tell you some details of some phone calls that I got even just in this past week of people that are dealing with imaginations in their homes concerning their children or their relatives or something that went wrong supposedly and trying to piece together by way of curiosity what really makes this problem be what it really is. And then the imagination starts springing in. And it forms a picture, and then it becomes a foundation. And what happens when that comes, it's destructive. First to the person that imagines, next to the person that it imagines against. This is what's happening in families. This is what happened in the first world, and God said, I've had enough with this. That the imaginations of the people were continually false. The word evil here is described as false. They imagined things against Noah. They imagined things against each other so much, and even against God or how, whoever it was, there was a foundation of imaginary that existed in the first world that God said, you know, I have to destroy the whole thing, including the cattle, all the way down to pears, just simply to have an absolute cleansing go through so that I can establish something on truth. Now, I want to speak this about families because this is kind of where I'm going with today. Some of you 
It says here that it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. God said because of the imaginations that went absolutely wild in the first world, he was sorry that he even made, it man, made man, and he wished he would have not done so. And it repented him, and it grieved him at his heart. Now, we want to go back and take a little bit of a look here. Genesis 8, verse 19. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth, after their kinds went forth out of the ark. Verse 20. And Noah built an, an altar unto the Lord, and took of every clean beast, and of every clean fowl, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. This was after the ark came to rest. Verse 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake, for the imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth. He noticed here that man's heart, the imaginary part of a man's heart, is evil by nature from youth on up. So we have to recognize this, that what I naturally would like to imagine is evil. And we can have this imaginary thing against our wife, our, our husband, against our children. I wonder what my husband, why he said what he did when he left the door this morning. And our imaginary part of the mind springs into being and has all kinds of questions. And all at once it builds up to some conclusions and it festers and festers and festers. Until that evening, when the husband or wife, however this is, comes home from work, and they approach each other, often it's one of those things that comes out first, all based on an imagination. These are things that when you have these imaginations and you allow them to flow and to go forth and to build premises with it, it's evil. And it will destroy you first, then it destroys others. Imaginations are never factual. Remember, the meaning of imagination is something that has never really happened. You just piece it together as though it did, and you build upon it as it really did. Now, let me say this, that I am also aware what imaginations are. I'm also a person that is made up of human flesh. And imaginations is something that I have to deal with continually especially when I deal with rumors and things that you hear at times, and especially how it used to be where many rumors would float around. You'd always try to identify where the rumors come from, why the rumor was said, and then you build upon it. This is something that I believe we as preachers know very much about. But I'm so amazed at how many people do not detect this, this that are not preachers, that do, do not detect when an imagination is all it is that you use as a valid point, maybe against a family member. Now, I would like to say this, especially when you have family members that are married and they're no more in the home. When you have them in the home, you can often deal with it because you're constantly communicating. But when you're, when you're apart and the children are gone and they're now married and they have other companions, then is often where these things spring up. And they start becoming divisive toward each other. And it can mess up somebody else's day, including your own. 
And it's something you can never build upon. If you have an unfaithful partner, or maybe you suspect that he or she is an unfaithful partner, this imagination thing will jump into being because of personal curiosity of trying to find out whether you can catch a person doing something that you can prove them wrong or right. The imagination is often what is used in this. But what I have to relate to you today that you can never build on an imagination. All it is is an image of a, a nation of images. It's pictures you paint in your mind. It is suggestions that come to your mind and you start piecing things together. And what it does, it destroys you, destroys your family. It can destroy anything that it touches. You might have a son or a daughter that might not be obedient to you. And maybe they come home maybe 30 minutes late and immediately we start imagining. Some of you that your children are younger yet, you do not know what I'm talking about. But as they get older, you lay in bed while they're with the youth or so. And you lay there in the night because they're not home yet. You hope they're safe. And you hear a siren in the distance. You know that is your child. And the next thing, it makes you respond and react to it. All it is is an imagination. Now, you say like this, is there no place for imagination? There absolutely is a place for imagination. God used a lot of this when he created. The thing about it, when God used his imagination, it became what he said it would. His imagination of how he made the world and how he make, is making the, the heavens, how he's making the mansions that the Bible speaks about, that his house will be full of mansions for 2,000 years of building. There is some things that God is doing. It has procreative power. It's where it starts. You start out with something. If you start a business, you have to use imagination to start some of these because you do not have facts. So you have to build on some things based on an imagination. You have to derive with certain thoughts and draw certain conclusions. But it's not against somebody or against your partner, against somebody in the family. Imaginations, remember, are always destructive if it's towards somebody. It's never factual. It's never factual. And I would like to say that those that are most prone to these imaginations, and you might write me off when I say this, but my experience in this is people that have perhaps a little bit more of a weaker stature. When I say weaker stature, I'm saying perhaps, and we understand, I understand speaking on the radio, you will get in trouble with something like this. But the Bible describes the woman as the weaker vessel. And is there any reason that the enemy did not come to Adam with the suggestion of eating the fruit? You don't even read that. But you do read that the serpent spoke to Eve. I believe being the weaker vessel. Somewhat because she carries a greater portion, which I believe can be beautiful, of emotion. If, if somehow, if the enemy can somehow influence the emotion of a woman's mind, most men will just bow to it. Most men will receive it as factual. 
Now, you might say that I'm a male chauvinist. Let me tell you, I'm not a male chauvinist. I'm married to a woman, a sweet woman, a great woman, a wonderful woman, and I am not against women. I'm absolutely for women. I believe it was God's plan. But a woman has to recognize that there are certain places she will be weaker in, namely the one concerning the emotions, the part of where the mind gets affected by. How many times have you men, and I could speak on a subject of men in the same way, but how many of you men have come home from work in the evening and there's an explosiveness of something that happened and after a couple words it's all cooled down and there's nothing really? It's because the emotion gets inflamed much quicker with action in the mind of a woman. Her thinking is much more vivid. Everything is really, really big, or really, really bad, or it needs attention now, not later. And it's part of the makeup of the woman, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but, but the mind that works like this has to recognize that there can be something that you bear with you, especially in the line of imagination. I'll just have to be honest, how many times have I sat down with marriage problems between husband and wife, and I find very quickly which one carries the emotional part. And almost every time there is imaginations involved, big ones. And once those are settled, peace can come in the home. You're always against me, family fights. You're always against me. You're always the one that didn't like me. Is it an imagination? Is it a proof? How many of your children were, are the ones that come to your mom and dad and we will say that, you know, I've never felt liked. You always like others better. I believe that's every child's feeling. That's nothing unusual. I felt the same way at home. And you should not feel unusual because that's typically the way it starts working. The imagination of the mind. We hope you've been inspired and changed by today's message. If you wish to listen to today's message, or for other audio and video resources from the preaching ministry of Wayne Weaver, please visit ministriesofwayneweaver.com.